I remember the first time I heard the word neurotheology. I was like, what? What is that? I've never even heard of that term before. Is that even a word? Um, and so as I began to think about it, I was like, huh, this is an interesting concept, like pulling together neuroscience and theology and like blending that together. And whenever it, it kind of gave me a strange feeling, I suppose, because, um, as a, a person who's grown up in a faith-based community and then kind of living my faith out in my, in my personal practice as a therapist, I began to, um, just have an awkward feeling when people tried to blend psychology and faith. Um, it was like I was living in two different worlds as a therapist. I remember being at an event at one point and hearing um, someone who was, you know, staunch in their faith saying, you know, almost coming across like an enemy to psychology. And I, I felt like, uh, well, then am I bad? Am I doing something bad? Because I'm kind of living in both worlds. And it was kind of a, a mixed emotion that I've ha I had when I first heard the word um, neurotheology. So through the years, I have come to accept and understand and be excited about this new field, neurotheology, where we can, as therapists, as people in, you know, in who um, are studying um, human behavior and a scientific understanding of what it is to be human and, and, and neurological understanding of how our brains and how our bodies work and how this all fits together with being people of faith, right? So neurotheology is like this blend of understanding those two worlds and how they flow together in harmony, in synchrony, rather than cacophony. My name is Monica Maurer. I'm a licensed therapist and supervisor. I'm also the director of the Center for Transformation Institute. At the CFT Institute, we exist and are passionate about resourcing therapists for the purpose of personal healing and growth so that we can live out our professional best and give the best that we possibly can to our clients. And neurotheology is our path to do that. We are really excited about the life model. We have in our practice learned and applied the life model to our lives and we're seeing like transformation in ourselves and in the clients that we serve. We're so excited about it that we're now partnering with Life Model Works to bring the life model to therapists. And so that's what we're passionate about. And life, the life model is neurotheology. It is the blend of those two disciplines into one to help us understand that. So let's kind of break that down in this episode. And what I mean by, you know, neuroscience, I think we all know that the first study of the live brain was performed in the 90s, the decade of the brain. Um, President George, George Bush um, declared that the decade of the brain. It's pretty fascinating that it was in the 90s as recent as, you know, 30 years ago that we were able to actually study a living brain. And, and Dr. Alan Shore um, was able to help us break down that the, that study of the live brain to understand what it what it what what's happening in our brain in terms of our emotion anger sadness fear shame hopeless despair, and what it means to live in joy, and expand our capacity for joy and gain joy strength and and be a, a human who can return to joy from negative emotion and not get stuck in mental health and mental illness, and so neuroscience 
has made great strides and we've even seen joy be such a buzzword in the last several decades even with the movie Inside Out and you know we see books written on joy and people talking about joy all the time and just um it it becomes a buzzword and that's where it's from it's from that um study of the live brain that happened in the 90s where I'm sure there's lots of studies of the live brain but that first one really giving us the insight the understanding of what it what 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 is going on in our brain as 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 humans and so it's really fascinating the strides that neuroscience has made and it's exciting for us as therapists to be able to gain this insight as we study neuroscience. And then we get into uh, the theology topic, right? What is theology? And theology is fascinating. It's like there's this, um, there's this deeper insight that we can gain about God from studying the scripture and the scripture, you know, has been around for centuries, thousands of years. And people have taken apart the scripture, broken down the scripture, meditated on, meditated on it, compared different, you know, the Bible to itself and to other documents. And we have such a deep understanding. Um, I've just been fascinated recently. One of my good friends, um, one of my therapist friends, who's on one of the um, past videos of the the Fab Five, if you want to check out that episode. But um, one of my friends told me about the Bema podcast, B-E-M-A, and I, I've been listening to that. I'm fascinated. But in that podcast, um, a couple of theologians are, are just breaking down the scripture in ways that just fascinate me to no end. And I'm fascinated as a person who met and walked with God at a young age. Um, about 13 was when I it felt very real to me in terms of my connection with God personally. Um, and, and then I didn't understand much about the scripture. I just kind of grabbed a hold of some of it and it was inspiring. But as a person who has been walking with God, now um, I'm almost 47, 48, um, for, uh, you know, what is that? Um, several decades. I had now am more fascinated with understanding the scripture. Like what's the original language? Where did this come from? What is, what does this mean? What did God intend? And comparing the scripture to one another. And I, I, I'm so fascinated that we serve a God who can express to us his love in very simplistic ways. When we only have access to understanding him through those simplified ways. And we also serve a God who can take us into the depths of theology and we can understand scripture in this very, these very complicated and amazing ways. And as I'm listening to the Bema podcast, I am just floored at truths and understandings and beautiful love intention of God toward me and us um, that comes out of studying the depths of the scripture. It's just fascinating. And so I love the idea of neurotheology coming together. And that's my third point, right? Is taking, to, taking the neuroscience and then blending it with the theology so that we can not just straddle a fence and kind of have to jump over one side and then the other to understand 
what it is to be human, but how we can blend the two. Because if truth is truth, then it's truth, right? I, I think we we think of truth as subjective, but what if truth, if, if, if something's actually really true, then it must be true for everyone. There must be a model of human development that says this is how a human in its in a a perfect way, in the the way the brain would develop perfectly, in the way the spiritual life would develop perfectly, this is what it would look like. This is what that model would look like. And of course, we don't attain that because part of being human is not being perfect. It's having imperfections. But we want to be able to understand what that could possibly look like so that we can move into a greater understanding of... um, so that we can move into a greater understanding of what it is to be human and what it would mean to actually restore ourselves from a, a place of brokenness and difficulty. To restore ourselves and move into a place of connection with what and who we are intended to be. To fill in developmental gaps. To fill in the gaps in our spiritual development so that we can live out our lives with more lasting peace and freedom. That's what we all want. That's what we're all trying to attain. So that is what this episode is about. Just neurotheology, what it is and how we can connect to it. I'm going to be talking in further future episodes about um, the life model, which is the neurotheology curriculum that I follow and that our practice follows and that we are excited to be able to write some curriculum about and take that and bring that to you very, very soon. So I look forward to our next episode and I hope that you have a great day.